Welcome to Mighty Gems, the essence of authentic presence. Your host is Dee Lee. In this program, you'll learn about connecting with the universal mind, otherwise known as pure consciousness. You can have a direct positive effect on your life, your environment, and your connection with others. Find out more today. Here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mighty Gems, Essence of Authentic Presence. My name is Dee Lee. Today we're talking about uh, having a day of presence, rushing to slow down to be present. What are gems and jewels really? They are stones and tend to have different value for each person. It depends upon how each person relates to them individually as to the true value they have. As a little stone or pebble, they could be considered to be very small from a physical size, but could have a huge value in the terms of a different sense and basic effect. As we are spotlighting everyday jewels and looking at essence of authentic presence as we're showing up, you know, there's a lot of different things that are ordinary in our daily living that are really magnificent when we slow down and stop and pay attention. And it's really the value of the eye of the beholder. The sparkle can be a different attraction for everyone, but it tends to catch our attention. We are really inspired when we do this. Today, we are taking a pause to explore what we can do on a daily basis to be in a more organized presence, both inside of ourselves and outside in our environment. We've been taking a long, deep look within ourselves as we have been prospecting and taking a look at the mighty gems and jewels that we are as each person. And as we are presenting ourselves in the outside world, we're in a present mode of expansion uh, from within because our outside is really a true reflection of our inside surrounding and uh, focus. Did you find yourself rushing around today to get here? Do you find that a typical day has you wondering where did it disappear? Do you find yourself rushing to be present? What does the word presence really mean? Having presence means being able to be here in the moment, being aware of yourself, and also being aware of the effect you have on your world around you. It also is helpful to take a look at key words we are exploring as they are a source of our focus and can mean different things to different people. The the word rushing is an interesting one. The meaning of the word to do something quickly comes from the mid-1600s. To hurry something or someone along is from the 1850s. A mass migration of people, you know, rushing, focus around the 1848 referred to a movement of people rushing to the gold fields or on the gold rush. The surge of pleasures comes from the 1960s and the word rush hour was first recorded in 1888. When you think about the term and the effect of the word, rushing to the gold fields, what happened to the people who got there? Was there really enough to go around to make it all worth the effort? Being in a rush hour physically going from somewhere to somewhere, but the effect is actually slowing it down when the masses all start going in the same direction and everything gets clogged up from a physical movement perspective. And putting this action into a different context, think about where the where um, you know the sixty seconds in a minute and sixty minutes in an hour, where do they go? 
So you can actually be sitting um, for an hour of 300 or 3,600 seconds, making a mad dash rushing to nowhere. Joe Henderson said, when running to fill a time quota, however, the reverse happens. You can't make the, that time pass any faster by rushing. So you settle into a pace that feels right to you at the moment. Each moment about a, above you know, a quota is a little victory. What happens when you feel yourself rushing because it doesn't seem that you have enough time to do something? You have thoughts that push you forward and it is fueled by adrenaline to make your body move. Your mind tells your body what to do. By practicing and training the thoughts in your mind, your body will follow the direction it is being told to go. You come into this world as a little bud of potential. You learned how to open up through what you experienced. You're being made up of a combined mixture of physical and spiritual aspects. As you explore and open yourself to be able to know all of the possibilities available to you, you experience the choice of knowledge. And out of this, you select what you want to know, somewhat or remember, somewhat like taking a book or an option off the library shelf of possibilities. You take the specific experience, consume it, and discern it. And as you're expanding in some way, uh, in the future or as you go along as a blossom into a flower. The flower takes time and requires certain external conditions to open from the bud. Some flowers open and close themselves depending on the external conditions such as sunlight. How can we consciously make a change happen in our daily focus? It comes from our inner practice and intention to make the change by daring to take a deliberate action. By breaking this down to a level where your mind can follow it and put, it, put the whole process into a you know, single sequence, that helps, you know, what helps to give the mind something to grasp is, is really breaking it into a system, you know, step one, step two, step three, and then moving along with the results so the action is in a new direction. So it, come, it breaks it down a bit into the insight, you know, being a starting point. Then that insight gives you a, a spark. You can make a choice. And then in your choice process, you're either doing it or you're not or some combo. And then that inspires the action, which then generates a step forward into an outcome. By making conscious decisions to focus on this, you can start requesting that your actions be done differently. When you make the thoughts the important steps to take, the body follows these requests because of the relationship of the thoughts to the actions, and the body moves along with the steps of being in the rush. So when you take a look at the, and break this down a bit, it's like, the um, the insight, we can take an example and say, I have abundant time. The insight would be that kind of acknowledgement. And the choice would be, I adjust my physical speed or reaction by one half or one quarter. And then the action would be to, say, walk slower when you're going somewhere. 
and pay attention to where you're stepping. You could drive the speed limit and you know, look around and, and have more uh, relationship with where you are as you are speeding along or going through different um, areas. And pausing and listening to people talking to you when you are relating to them um, is a, a direct uh, relationship to an event or an action and then pause for a few minutes and then come back with an answer. So the outcome of doing this, when you slow down and pay attention to where you are, you will take the um, notice at your surroundings so you can feel the true abundance of life. You know, reminders of colorful expression and joyful sounds like birds chirping, water flowing in a fountain or a stream you can smell from a, a garden, a floral bouquet, if there are flowers out there uh, expressing themselves. And so uh, when you travel the speed limit, you will be able to react better if the traffic has a sudden need to shift the flow. You become more aware of yourself and will immediately notice the different speed of life you're going through or participating in than what you've done previously. So being the self-awareness and focus mode um, will actually empower you and give you options you can relate into your experience and or give you a, a potential to shift your experience if you find that you need to shift. And it will give you a feeling of confidence that you can do what you choose to do. As a muse... I'm always intrigued with words and their differing effects on each of us. The effect I have a lot of times is to create a poetic collection of words. Thus, you know, here's a, a poem around our topic that I came up with. When you multitask, you are moving way too fast. So instead, slip into slow. Give yourself permission do nothing but listen, and you might feel humor and joy and find time to be. So part of this is identifying your being and where do you want to be. When you've identified what you want to change or that you want to change, you will likely want to do it now. With this comes a sense of imbalance as in the process, there tends to be a struggle between what was happening before with what, you know, with what needs to happen to move into the change desired. It doesn't have to be a struggle. And when you release the pushing towards the change and let it be and just go with the flow of being, the natural order reasserts itself and change begins. So beginning with a trust in the process is a place to start the process rather than trying to force inner beingness of essence to emerge just do it. So your inner essence is like a seed and it's planted uh, deeply in your being. Each of us have a different seed, a different essence, and they should have a natural unique form. And as a gardener uh, in your inner being, uh, if you allow the conditions to be there for the basics to start, you know, it, it really is um, an individual focus. And the uh, seed inside requires conditions for 
like a, a regular garden, adequate soil, right amount of water, sun, and temperature, and fertilizer for the seed to germinate and then grow. If you happen to micromanage the seed, pull it up and out and look at it, constantly checking on how the roots are and how they're developing, from a, a plant perspective, it might um, wither and die because you're constantly pulling it out of its environment. As we go from within to the outside of ourselves with the intention of seeking a balanced reflective, it requires a certain combination of deep understanding of your inner self as well as what you observe and align to. And there are a lot of things that can be distractive because they can seem complex and mysterious. When you go from the inside to the outside with an open heart and expression, it can give you a basis of a place to start. So take a moment and you can always say, I will be back in a moment. And from that perspective, you know, it's one of those that you're in control of your time and how you focus on it. Every now and then, uh, it's a matter of when you feel something extraordinary, you can, you can check yourself as you're going. If you're taking the moment as now and being present, it's really an understanding from what is present and what is always timeless in what that word means. So the present of this exact moment is now, and it's, um, it will happen in the next moment, the next moment, and the next moment. It is taking a pause between all of the happenings that have all of this connected effect. So it goes really beyond what words and actions and how you relate to yourself, it's really you can communicating with yourself and all of the different external aspects of being human. We're relating to the word and the world in a, in a way that connects things in a now moment. And that's been a focus more recently in people being more conscious about what the moments and the attached moments are like. So if you're learning to be more aware of your environment and you're more here and present, then it is a foundation of who you actually are in this life as you're unfolding yourself from your inside to the outside. It's a very interesting effect because you're going to find surprises there too because it's going to be more joyful in a way that you're participating because you have a lot of opportunity to be surprised and find things that you may not have noticed before because you've been so focused on something else. And so, again, it's really having that um, ability to say thank you and no, no thank you, so that you can keep in the context of your, your time what do you want to pause and reflect on or pause and do or be in that process? So it's, it's some of the uh, resolution to yourself that it is important that you have the ability to make choices and know that you can make a choice to be in a moment and take a moment. And when you take a moment, it's, 
it's a moment of reflection or a moment to breathe and be able to say, hey, I'll be back in a moment. And with that, we're going to take a quick break and we will be back exploring more now moments. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you find yourself clinging to certain thoughts, beliefs, or patterns as you go through your day? Do you find yourself taking things for granted or feeling overwhelmed with the pace of life? You have a choice. You can shift your perspective of what you were feeling when you were present in the moments of your life. You can enjoy the mighty gems of your life, and it can happen fast. Hang a cling to it anywhere you spend a lot of time. Accept the invitation to be present through an uplifting photo vibe as a private sanctuary of visual inspiration. Connect with what matters at clingtoit.com. That's clingtuit.com. Being committed to being your best self can feel daunting. Once you've studied and done the discoveries needed for self-mastery, it may not be easy to know how to apply what you've learned. Even more, you might feel alone. If you're looking to connect with people who get it, join the Self-Actualization Society. It's for people who want to have deeper conversations about stepping into their next best levels. Part chat, part mastermind, part online learning group in a community focused on the act and art of realizing your potential. Practice and share the wisdom you know at theselfactualizationsociety.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Mighty Gems with Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. Send your email to sparkles at mightygems.com. That's sparkles at mightygems.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. Today we're taking a look at being present and uh, what is it like to have ourselves present in all of our moments of one day or one moment and all of the moments of the day as they add up. It's interesting um, every now and then when you take the time to uh, pay attention to all of the um, process going on within your life, it can be um, extraordinary because you may not have realized what actually gives yourself you know, the inspiration or you're not paying attention to the things that you're, you've been in autopilot, but you just assume they're always there. Like it's, it's something where if you assume that you're always going to be uh, met at the door with your unconditional love of a pet, you know, that, you know, that pet is a um, part of the moment and they have their focus, they're, they're in the moment uh, waiting uh, patiently for uh, having a pat or or having attention, and sometimes when we rush around and we take our moments and we're on autopilot as opposed to stopping and you know so-called smelling the roses as you go, um, we can do that in a uh, quick 
uh, focus that really creates a process that is not um, in the moment process that you want to be. Like you start taking things for granted and that's an area that when we're on autopilot, we make assumptions that because something has happened in the past, it's always going to happen the way they happen. And then when something like a pet passes or a person you relate with passes, they're not there, it can throw everything into a chaos. And that's the part that being in the moment and, you know, looking at how the day adds up, you know, where do you focus? Um, Being more present so that you can take the opportunities that show up and the people and the the different uh, situations show up, you can actually relate to them. Um, Part of this is uh, being available so that you can take time um, or take away time if you have to um, move yourself out of a situation so that you're in control of it. And when you oper- when the opportunities show up, if you're not in autopilot, you can find a lot of joy with what is showing up. So it's um, some of it is like having um, resolutions for ourselves as we look at change, because all of this comes back to our own choice of are we operating in um, choice? And if we're not operating with a choice, are we operating on someone else's choices or experiences? And when you own those choices and experiences, you can actually affect things. Now, the other interesting part when you come around toward the end of the uh, year, people will get powered up and they're all excited because January is showing up and that's usually a time that in the past that it's one um, beginning of a new year, and so people look at it and say, wow, this is a good time to sit with myself and come up with my long list of New Year's resolutions. It, this is how I'm going to own this year. But what happens during that time is sometimes there's a bit of overwhelm because the last year shows up in our face sometimes because of our choices. And so we're actually trying to deal with old things and new things, but we're trying to polish everything up and have these resolutions that um, we look at, wow, this is an opportunity to make all these habits better. You know, we all know what that habit is, but using the, the January time to just come up with this list make the list and then assume it's going to happen um, is a fallacy because if we don't take action on those items and really focus on them to bring them into our present, then all of the resolutions that we think are going to happen are, are going to stay on the list. And so it's it's kind of a interesting process because we do this and have been doing it and people talk about it and then they they, by the end of January, have gotten frustrated because a lot of, in the reality, there's still um, things from the past that haven't been dealt with. And then the, the new focus and the pausing and wanting to do these new things, you know, they, they don't have time or they don't take the time or they're uh, frustrated and on and on. So it's, it's taking an opportunity to be realistic and looking at... Um, where where are we in the, between the the pausing and the action 
and actually putting things into action and being um, in no judgment of ourselves saying, okay, we didn't do that last year. We now have to do it this year without taking a look and saying, do I really need to do that or do I want to do that? So it's taking some uh, inventory for ourselves and saying, is this something that makes me feel good? Is this something that I need to have going on? And um, so it's owning and taking more ownership of the moments that we have and saying, how does it feel? So if we look around and say, okay, um, if, if something's not happening as you want it or you feel like it's, it's not that important, it may actually be very important. But um, if you take a look and say, okay, if you're stepping outside and you run into someone, not literally, but you run into someone and smile, you know, how does that make that person feel? You're kind of a surprise to them. And also, when you smile, you feel better. So it's it's a um, opportunity to not be rushing so fast that you forget, but also to listen to your inner thoughts and say, okay, well, I'm going to take this inspiration and um, act on my inspiration to share a, a nonverbal expression and see where it goes. And so... Um, it can have a whole stream effect and then that next person could be feeling better because you smiled at them and that person then can share with someone else and the 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 smile as in the the verbiage smile can go for miles it's kind of a fun thought it's a pass it forward and uh, Douglas Pagali said some of the secret joys of living are not found by rushing from point A to point B, but by inventing some imaginary letters along the way. So it's like having different stepping stones. And there's a lot about rushing around that, um, you know, have different concepts. And um, as we're going through the stepping process, we're looking inside of ourselves you know we we basically each have a healing system that's already within each of us it can sometimes feel like a construction zone as you're designing and implementing different elements as you discover what best choice is for yourself once you know how to access and use your inner wisdom you can choose your path to get from where you are to where you want to be in life you're now the designer and in control of your own destiny. So there's commitment and a clear focus on what you truly want that helps make it happen. Have you ever had the feeling that you're always short of time? You know, Jonathan Lockwood Huey said, spirit is always waiting, you know, to rush into us. But are we, but we are too full of worldly things. It is like trying to pour fine wine into a cup filled with mud. The wine is waiting, but the mud must be removed first. So have you ever had the feeling that you're short of time? Ever, ever felt like you, uh, you know in your mind how to stop rushing through life, but um, take a moment and say, um, wow, what do I do with this moment? Or how do I apply this? Or how do I say no thank you? 
Um, when was the last time you took a moment to enjoy your money, morning cup of tea or coffee? Or just sit with your spouse and start the day being with each other? When was the last time you felt the, the falling rain on your face? When was the time you saw a few dewdrops that made you feel good? When was the last time you really saw the beauty in nature and enjoyed being present to experience these simple things? Have you ever tried slowing down and just taking a back seat to enjoy the little pleasures in life? Ralph Waldo Emerson said, we are always getting ready to live, but never really living. So ever noticed how hurriedly the days seem to pass and you still feel there is so much left to be done? Doesn't it always seem like there's so much to be done yet less time to do it? I've been, um, I've had that feeling very uh, sometimes um, and feel like you run faster against time because you're rushing through life to do something that you've had on your list or your focus. So if you postpone and come up with something and say, and stop and say, okay, well, this I'm really going to take a look at is, you know, is it really necessary? And so simply when you put yourself into more focus on analyzing, and again, we're in our head rather than our heart, you need a combination and make sure that when you're pausing and and taking a look at things that you have that heart help because it's how does it feel when you're in that moment? Do you feel empowered? Do you feel like you own it? so that you can make a choice and say no thank you so we're in if you think of the moment being a container and also it's in between the prior moment and the future moment it comes again with taking a look at the uh, presence and the and a practice of being present uh, which does take practice it means that um you can slow down and the word slow down sometimes has a negative connotation because people are always in a fast zone, literally not just in their mind, but on their physical um, plane and their demands of themselves. It is uh, interesting when they take a look at the words they're using too. So uh, Will Rogers said, half of our life is spent trying to find something to do with the time we have rushed through life trying to save. So instead of doing and rushing through life, what is the opportunity to use a few words like slowing down and taking some time with going in a different direction or taking a different route so that you're cognizant of where you're at and taking a look at something that's new um, without you know being so focused into... Um, our worlds right now re- revolve around, um, you know, our handheld devices and our computers, and uh, we're multitasking. We're trying to talk to people in different levels on different media. And where is it really that um, when you pause and take a pause, what happens to all of this activity? Does it can it will continue anyway? And You know, where are we individually when we pause and step out of that zone? 
it's it's a um, interesting um, time scheduling also because we find ourselves saying I don't have the time and what does that mean when we say we don't have the time but we're actually owning the time and when we own the time that means that we are the choice maker not having others making choices for us but that is not real too because we have a lot of different things going on and people related you know exercises and um, demands and it's really taking the moment and owning it um, that's like a first choice and then what do you do with it so as your typical day starts and we take a look at how do we start practicing this um, when you wake up and we're rushing to get ready for the day do you take an opportunity to say wait and um, not wait, but let's let's say uh, take uh, you know moments that you want to do with um, having um, some time with your your coffee, you know if if that's your choice, and do a little thinking about your day and starting in a different mindset, you know, than just taking a look at the list and rushing through things. You know, it's something where it won't happen just immediately, but um, your day could, I mean, from a typical day, it could look like this, you know, waking up, rushing through, uh, getting yourself ready to shower, get the kids ready. If you have small kids or having breakfast and getting things ready for people, if possible, you know, exercising, starting work at home or driving to the office. And then in between all of this, we're checking emails and social updates, going to meetings, doing real work, whatever that means for you, rushing through lunch, maybe having lunch or driving and having lunch or having lunch at your desk. Then you drive home, watch TV, have dinner, you know, feeling like you're all of a sudden just going to fall flat on your face and basically go to bed, wake up and do that for the next day so it's 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 kind of like a rat race and we we laugh about that but for a reality that's what a lot of you know the the daily activity is is running around almost in a maze and it's amazing when we stop for that 30 seconds or a minute and pay attention with that note we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Do you find yourself clinging to certain thoughts, beliefs, or patterns as you go through your day? Do you find yourself taking things for granted or feeling overwhelmed with the pace of life? You have a choice. You can shift your perspective of what you were feeling when you were present in the moments of your life. You can enjoy the mighty gems of your life and it can happen fast. Kinda cling to it anywhere you spend a lot of time. Accept the invitation to be present through an uplifting photo vibe as a private sanctuary of visual inspiration. Connect with what matters at clingtoit.com. That's clingtuit.com. Being committed to being your best self can feel daunting. 
Once you've studied and done the discoveries needed for self-mastery, it may not be easy to know how to apply what you've learned. Even more, you might feel alone. If you're looking to connect with people who get it, join the Self-Actualization Society. It's for people who want to have deeper conversations about stepping into their next best levels. Part chat, part mastermind, part online learning group in a community focused on the act and art of realizing your potential. Practice and share the wisdom you know at theselfactualizationsociety.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mighty Gems with Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, We'd love to hear from you via email. Send your email to sparkles at mightygems.com. That's sparkles at mightygems.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. We're taking a look at what does a present, being present in a day look like if we were to be awake all day and present in all of the things that we're doing. And what happens when you rush through life? When you rush through your life as it is currently, you miss out on the journey. You miss out on living in the present. You miss out on those precious moments of life. We're all busy in our lives, which that word busy is self-imposed because it's again coming back to owning our choices and knowing that we have that ownership and that responsibility for us ourselves to be making good choices for ourselves because those are what happen and it expands from us. So it's not just something that you choose and it can, it's a container. It relates and radiates from yourself too. So we um, have no moment to spare it seems like because by the end of the day we feel kind of like oh my gosh look at what we've done and when you take a look at that long list a lot of times what happens is a lot more show up and you feel overwhelmed saying oh I just I have so much to do it's again taking a step back from it and saying okay well let's get some priorities and take life in a different way not just rush along on all these things that show up and when you feel like you're empowered and you can actually do this and make a choice, it's going to radiate from yourself and feel like, wow, some gift. And so, interestingly, the word present, being present, is feeling like you're giving yourself a gift. When you make your ownership of your time yours and you know that uh, that you can do that and still have the effect of Uh, having, you know, the ownership and feeling better about what you're doing. So it's um, making decisions that you're going to say, okay, in the morning, um, I'm going to own all of my moments of of the day and check in at the evening and see how it feels. So it's, um, you know, try it for one day. Uh, Try it for half a day and check in with yourself and say, wow, wasn't that a, a radiant moment? Um, you know, you can do this pretty simply, actually. If you um, maybe uh, take a pad of, and jot down the common things that you have that are the the um, steps that are 
obligations or whatever, there are time slots in between that you should be able to, here's a, the word should, but um, position so that you have some appointments with yourself where you could step outside your environment and look around and relate to things in a different way and check in with yourself after that experience and say, was that a good experience or should I shift it? So again, it's owning your time in the way of um, moving yourself into a time slot because you are of value and you are valuable. And so it gives you a change of environment sometimes, but you can also do this within your own environment by taking a look at how you approach that. And if you're looking at it from an opportunity to do something within your certain environment that you're already there, you can be uh, approaching it from maybe looking at um, a different attitude. And um, Gandhi said there is more to life than increasing its speed. So there are ways to stop rushing through life. If you take a look at um, some opportunities and it's different for everyone. So um, in this you know, process, it's going to be something where um, the effect of what you're doing is not just felt within that moment, but it can also help reduce stress for yourself as you're trying to do a, a change or find out that um, you, know, you become almost robotic. And as you're moving along and taking more time to assess things, you're probably going to have a different um, approach to how you sleep. Also, how you eat and how do you feel after you're, you've eaten something. If you're taking a chance to enjoy uh, some exercise, and it could be as simple as walking around the block or outside the area that you're normally um, taking you know, your your jog um, for if you run or if you um, go in and out of different areas, if you take an opportunity just to change that so that you have a new environment, it'll give you a, a chance of um, reassessing and checking in and saying, wow, I should do this more often. Eileen Caddy said it's important from time to time to slow down, then go away by yourself and simply be. So um, here are some ways to take a look and, and see how this might work for yourself. Um, slowing down by doing less. And again, some of these words might not feel really powering. Um, you know, doing less, slowing down, these feel almost contrary to what our normal life is. But slow down your pace of, by doing something in a choice factor. Focus on doing what's really important and leave the rest for later. Sometimes when you do that, if you're working from a task list, when you're doing the important things, the other ones either don't come up as being important or they get you know, chosen later. Or maybe they might be grouping things together eventually so that you can handle them all at once. You also need to eat slow instead of gulping food in because that way you don't enjoy your food nor feel the flavor and the texture. And so um, take time to have 
meals with yourself or with your family and savor the time with your related parties, um, sharing ideas or expressions or um, events that are important to you as a family. And uh, when you drive, you know, drive slower and appreciate nature and your surroundings, um, when you take time to um, spend with, your, you know, planning your day, uh, when you make your list, plan out your day uh, so that you're not going to be stressed at the end, but you're accomplishing the work that you have that is that important set of work details. And when you um, take a look at your list, maybe start with eliminating this concept of having to write everything down, but take maybe um, a list of five um, items that are going to be your focal point. And when you do that, you're um, able to take a, a uh, section and say, okay, well, break down your focus and say, okay, I'm going to spend this amount of time on this element, depending upon the importance of something, but taking a look at each one being um, a focus. So you're only doing one thing at one time rather than going through the multitasking and concentration process. Um, it's been shown, you know, people were thinking they were accomplishing a lot by multitasking, but it's been shown that that really is not true, that you are better doing something that you really focus on. And when you're doing this, you're accomplishing going through and immersing yourself in it. You're going to have something that you feel better when you get done with it, that you've actually accomplished it. And you'll want to take a look at your day from a balance perspective, too, because that's, again, part of the challenge is we have so much that we desire in our busy approach. A lot of it is um, work-related, but you know, sprinkling some uh, play and relaxation, time with family and our um, unconditional love relations, you know, our pets. Um, when you focus on these and be present with them, um, you can feel a bit of, um, you know, breath, you know, within this too, that you can feel like you've taken a little mini vacation. And it's also very important to take time for yourself, not just being on task or uh, being something that, doing something uh, that is you know, in that doing mode, but almost just maybe 15 minutes a day to enjoy something that you really enjoy. And it gives you a sense of a break and finding an opportunity to breathe and feel good in, a, in that quiet time. So it, you could feel almost like that's a, um, you know, like you're pampering yourself or like it's luxurious when you do that. But that me time cannot, I mean, it's something where depending upon what you're doing, it could just be a few moments and you're the one that's choosing to do that. When you do that, look at the small things in life that you don't otherwise observe. Um, when you start observing them and really relating to, to them, they've been around you probably. But when you do that observation and being present with it, it it's quite a surprise. If you also take a look at um, giving up something and not 
in an attitude of avoidance or of lack, uh, but saying, okay, well, do I really need to do this? How important is it? With that in mind, uh, when you reschedule and ch- take uh, you know time to observe all of these resolutions, or take a time to make a choice and say, okay, well, this one this one was down on the list of my choice, and move it up the list and make it important in the sense if if it is going to give you more that you can feel uh, relaxed and um, able to own that, uh, that time slot. Um, what happens sometimes for us as we go through this change, we can feel like we're procrastinating. And when we don't own our choices, you know, we're procrastinating in a different way. You know, we can sometimes jump in and out of different focuses. And um, so make choices that, you know, that you feel like um, you own, and also if you're not wanting to do something, take a look at that feeling, because you really are the the owner and the responsible party that that says, okay, um, if you say no, thank you, then that gives you a different sense of feeling too. When you look at your day, look at it for the sense of joy. How does it feel in your heart? If you're relating to things like take a look at a new flower blooming in your garden um, and take a look at a toothless grin from a 90-year-old. I mean, that's, again, another expression. Or, you know, something that you're doing that um, you're helping someone. Um, if you appreciate the precious moment that you feel with that related part, you know, pausing going on, um, it will give you a mindful feeling, not just in your thoughts, but in your heart. And when you work from that perspective and use that to help you in decisions as you're going through your day, it's amazing because when you're uh, choosing to uh, do something, it'll bring an experience that you're feeling and you'll sense, you'll experience it with all of your senses. So when you, something like stepping into a bakery, you know, your, your whole system is on paying attention because you're sensing the spices and the sizzling and the aroma of this um, food area that is delightful. And we know that it's going to offer some kind of a positive feeling when you relate to the the wonderful uh, elements that you can choose. And so if you take a look at your day almost and imagine yourself stepping into your day with all of these opportunities, you know, how does it feel to step into your day from looking at it as all of the use of your senses and, you know, your sight, your, your smell, your, your ability to tap into these, you know, different elements, you're going to have a different sense when you get to the end of the day and say, wow, um, I've been taking time through my day and pausing and not really rushing through. So I, I do know consciously where I am and how my day has been focused. Because when you do this, you're really taking time to slow down and theoretically enjoy life. And in this process, you'll reduce your stress and it will give you more happiness and satisfaction. 
So again, uh, Walter Hagen said, you're only here for a short visit. Don't hurry, don't worry, and be sure to smell the flowers along the way. So it's a um, being present to say, um, I choose these different things and um, I own my choices because it's really an opportunity to experience. Marianne Williamson wrapped it up and said, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frighten us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You know, so essentially, as we uh, look at this and say, we are making the choice um, and we're going to be stepping out as a mighty gem, being authentic and present. You know, Buddha said, the trouble is you think you have time. But, you know, as we take a look at this, I would suggest start the journey now because this is really us stepping forward and owning what we're, where we're stepping. And it's really us making the choice to be moving ourselves in the direction that we want to be moving. Join us next Friday at 2 p.m. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And thank you for taking this opportunity to be present in this moment. Thank you for joining us this week. Tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time for Mighty Gems with Dee Lee on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you with another edition of the show next time. 